Godly Perspective, where we equip saints to walk in godly relationships. My name is Mishu Bebish, and I'm one of the three sisters. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the most important relationship, and that is our relationship with God. I have titled this episode, Friend of God. So in the Bible, there are a few people who are actually called friends of God. Uh, there is Abraham, Moses, David. Uh, actually, David is my favorite. Oh, David. Yeah, if you know, you know. Uh, Enoch, who walked with God and he was no more. And then in the New Testament, we have the disciples who are the friends of Jesus. But today's episode, I want to focus on one person, which is Abraham. In James chapter 2, verse 23, the scripture says, And the scriptures was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. The first characteristic that actually I believe attracted God to Abraham was his faith. As we all know, Abraham is known as the father of our faith. I don't know if you guys remember back in the days in Sunday school, there was this song called Father Abraham had many sons. Da na 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 na. Anyway, yeah, go YouTube it. You will find the rest of it, not me singing it. Abraham was a man of faith, and his faith is what pleased God. From the first time we meet Abraham, I believe it's in Genesis chapter 12, God is giving him direction and he's telling him, get out of your country get out of your father's house, get out, of, get away from your family, and I will show you to the land that you will go. And Abraham literally got up and he left. He never questioned God. And that was the beginning of Abraham's journey with God. I would like to say that Abraham was a man of faith by action. You know, the Bible verse that says, faith without works is dead. And I feel like this verse actually kind of models Abraham really well. Because whenever God would tell Abraham to do something, he did it right away. He took action right away without questioning God. So he had faith in God. By him having faith in God, he also had trust in God to do what God has told him to do. Let's be real for a second. Uh, personally, I have the faith. When God tells me that he would do something, I have the faith that he would do it. But then when he tells me to do something, I have the faith that what he's telling me is possible. But then I struggle with the action part. So I find that a lot of us, we do struggle with taking action when it comes to faith. And Abraham really, like, he's just perfectly modeled this, being a man of faith by action. Another thing I would like to point out is that Abraham's faith actually was tested. And God tested Abraham. He's like, dude, I know you trust me. I know you have faith in me. But I want to see how far your faith in me goes. So we all know in Genesis chapter 22, when God tells Abraham to take Isaac, his only son, his promised son, actually, the son who he will establish his covenant, to take him and to go to the mountain and sacrifice him. So Abraham prepares the journey. 
He takes his servants, he takes his son with him, and then they get to a point where Abraham tells his servants, he's like, listen, you guys stay here, uh, me and the boy will travel further, and we'll worship, and we will be right back. That part for me gets me. I think that's like, I can't remember, I think it's verse 5, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, so he even had the faith that he will actually come back with his son, even though God had told him, go sacrifice your son. And then again, on that same journey, Isaac is like, hey, dad, so we got the fire, we got the wood, where's the sheep for burning, uh, for burnt offerings? And Abraham again goes like, don't worry, God will provide the sheep for burnt offerings. He still had that faith, not even just having that faith. For me, it just stands out for me because here is a man on a journey where he knows he's about to go sacrifice his son, his only son, his son that he loves, the son that God has, his and where God will establish his covenant. And he knows that he's about to go sacrifice him. But then yet, he still has faith that God will provide the ship, even though when he knows the ship is the son. For me, that is like mind-blowing. I was like, what, Abraham? Listen, I can learn a lot from you. Yeah, so when it comes to Abraham, honestly, we can go on and on and on and on. Like, there's so many examples of Abraham and faith, and it's just mind-blowing. I mean, I would encourage you to probably do a study on Abraham and just get uh, deep into his how, how he walked with God, pretty much, his faith with God. Second characteristic to being a friend of God it is righteousness. We find that in the Bible, God himself found Abraham to be righteous. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, it says, And he believed in the Lord, and he, God, accounted it to him, Abraham, for righteousness. God responded to Abraham's faith by crediting him righteousness. Uh, let's just go back a little bit in history. So Abraham, I don't know if a lot of people, I don't know if we ignore it or we just, like we really overlook it, but Abraham was the grandson of Noah, and Noah was a, a right. He was the man who was found righteous in a time where sin was just crazy, and God was so angry to a point where he was like, "I'm about to wipe the whole earth out," and he took Noah and his family and took a bunch of animals, male and female, and he told them he told Noah to build an ark and gave him directions, and he followed those directions. So can you imagine Abraham was a grandson of a righteous man, and he modeled that throughout. And I find that uh, not even just like being a grandson to a man who was righteous, but also a grandson to a man who, who had faith as well. Can you imagine uh, God coming up to you and God is telling you, listen, I need you to build a boat like this huge boat and you're like ah for what it hasn't rained there's no rain what's going on and it's like just do it and you end up doing it i'm sure noah looked crazy in those times having like, this huge ark in front of his house or wherever he lived and i'm sure everybody's just mocking him and making fun of him but is by faith that he took action. So yeah, Abraham, his right standing with God is what makes him righteous. Also, our faith and um, righteousness comes with obedience. Honestly, if you really think about it, 
Abraham's obedience to God is what made Abraham have the relationship that he had with God. We find that because of his obedience, God actually changed his name. He's like, no, your name is no longer Abraham. Your name is Abraham, which means father of nations. And God literally established a covenant through his name and he made him father of nations. He is the father of our faith and it's through him that we have our faith today. If you want to look deep into it. That is Genesis chapter 17, uh, that whole chapter. And then also with that, not just Abraham, also his family. Again, he's, he went from his grandfather now to his, his current family. His wife, Sarah, Sarai, went from Sarai to Sarah, a mother of nation. And now we, after that, there is Isaac with the promised child where God literally established a covenant through this child. The 12 tribes of Israel came through this relationship that Abraham had with God. Imagine. Wow. It's just amazing. Anyway, I would like to say being a friend of God is not an easy journey. Even when we look at the life of Abraham, um, even though he had faith, even though the man um, was righteous, even though the man was obedient to God, the journey was not easy. There's always something that you need to sacrifice. And I find our relationship with God, we need to sacrifice, especially sacrifice our flesh because our flesh flesh doesn't want to do a lot of things that God tells us to do. Our flesh just wants to be in our own comfort zone. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to step out of it. It's always that you have to step out by faith and by action. And that in itself, it's a sacrifice. And also in today's society, in our today's world, for you to be a friend of God, you really need to sacrifice. And by sacrificing, I mean, you need to be willing to look like a weirdo. You cannot fit in with everybody. You cannot do what everybody is doing. You cannot compromise on the word of God. Like you have to stand up. And I find for myself, I mean, I've had experiences where I'm in a group of people. I always have to stand up for righteousness. And doing so, I'm the weird one. Doing so, I'm the Christian girl. Doing so, I'm being labeled, all these names and stuff. And to me, I'm like, really, I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm standing up for righteousness. So yeah, you need to be um, willing. You need to have boldness to do that, to stand up for God. Be like, no, I'm a friend of God. As a friend of God, this is how I will be. Because as a friend of God, the scripture tells me that I have to be um, a gentle person, that I need to have patience. I need to be kind. I need to be loving. All these things. It's not easy. Trust me, it is not easy. Because if it was easy, we would all be cruising. But it's not easy. As Paul said, listen, you have to work out your salvation with fear and, and trembling. Like you, we, when it comes to the things of God, you always have to work it out. So you yeah, you have to. You need to be willing to be a weirdo in your family, in your friendships, in your um, schools, at work, wherever you are. You always have to be a different person. You cannot conform to the things of this world because you have to pay a price to be a friend of God.
And also, remember that God wants to be your friend. Since the beginning of time, we see this with Adam. Like God used to just come and chill with Adam and walk with Adam in the cool of the day. And then he would tell Adam, here, Adam, I'm giving you all these things. Name it, whatever you want. And he he had that relationship with Adam. Even when Eve came along, he still had that relationship with them. So God actually desires to be our friend friend. But for us to be a friend of God, we need to do our part and also, you know, sacrifice out there. But also behind the scenes, we also need to do the work. By doing the work is like we need to seek the kingdom of God first. You need to seek God. And by seeking God, you're seeking his kingdom. By seeking God, you got to seek God in prayer, by reading the word, by worshiping him, by getting deeper into prayer and um, have that connection with God. Because that's what he longs for us. He created us to fellowship with him. And what I love the most is Jesus, because Jesus came on this earth to literally just break a lot of barriers because because of sin, we were separated from God. And we can see from the beginning of time where God used to come and talk to Abraham. And then I don't know, because of sin, the way he used to do relationship with people kind of changed a little bit. And then he would pick and choose certain people that he would communicate to. He would pick and choose certain people that he found righteous. He would choose and pick certain people who had faith. He would pick and choose certain people he knew that would be obedient to him. But Jesus came and literally just erase all of that. I mean, we still have to do, we still have to be, to have faith. We still have to be righteous. We still have to be obedient to God. But what I'm saying is there's not that distance between us and God because of Jesus. I love what Jesus said in uh, in uh, John chapter 15, where he said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you my friends. But guess what? Being a friend of God first, you need to be a friend of Jesus. And being a friend of Jesus, you need to accept him as your Lord and Savior. There is no other way. There's no shortcut to it. There is none of that. If you want to be a friend of God, you got to be a friend of Jesus. As the word says that there's nobody that goes to the Father except through me. This was Jesus talking. And because of that, you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So you can enjoy that relationship with God. And you can actually call yourself a friend of God. And you can actually confidently say, I'm a friend of God. I hope this episode was a blessing to you. Uh, please uh, don't hesitate to contact us if you have any questions or comments. Or if you like us to cover a topic, um, our email is askus.gp at gmail.com. That's askus.gp at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Godly Perspective. Our Instagram handle is godlyperspective.ministry. Please subscribe, share, rate, and leave us a review. We will see you on the next episode. It's Mishu. I'm signing out. It's a godly perspective.